0: Progressive Snapshot can save you money based on how you drive and how much you drive. So the safer you drive, the more money you could save. Now, if you didn't hear that because you were yelling at another car while driving, let me say it again. You need to calm down. Yelling is just making everyone as stressed out as you are and letting them all know that you definitely aren't trying to save with Progressive Snapshot. And if you did hear it the first time because you weren't yelling at another car, (laughs) nice work. You'd love Snapshot from Progressive because it rewards safe drivers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California and North Carolina or from all agents. This is a podcast from Minute Media.
1: Left off will start in two minus 10 seconds. And
0: Hey everybody.
1: This is Craig Ackerman, TV play-by-play announcer for the Houston Rockets. What's up everyone? This is Jackson Gatlin, host of Locked on a Rocket. This is Chris Chavez. This is your boy Heezy, aka Rahil Ramzanali. It's Sean. From Shots and Thoughts, this is Will, a.k.a. Bias Houston, king
0: of Rockets Twitter. This is Chucky Brown, former professional NBA basketball player for the 1995
1: NBA champion, Houston Rockets. This is Timoteo Keuster. What up, what up? It's Bruce Williams, the Mastodon himself. What's up, Rockets fans? This is Hollywood, Don Knock, host of the Apollo Launchpad Podcast, and the legendary Rockets Twitter Spaces. This is Devin White, a.k.a. The Gentleman. It's your boy, Von Wafer, former Houston Rocket, retired professional NBA basketball player. Ah! Four, three, two, one. We have ignition.
0: And you are listening to the Summit State of Mind podcast. What is going on everyone? You are listening to the Summit State of Mind, the podcast of Dream and Step Backs and everything Houston Rockets presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network and the official podcast to fansite. It's Houston Rockets website, SpaceCityScoop.com. I am your host, your Commissioner Kenny. Of course, with me as always is my brother, my tag team partner, the GM, Justin, currently with his Rocket Social Media Night LP shirt, GM, we are outside currently in our recording space, outdoors, so if there's any external sounds, I apologize, but it's a beautiful Sunday morning over here. We're doing big things right now. It's been a week since we recorded, and I just wanted to check in on you. Mm-hmm. Tell the people, how uh,
1: what's, what's been what's been up? What's been going on? It's good. It's good. Um, was out a little bit this morning. Shout out to uh, Have a Nice Day. Our boys, Michael Ma, Brian Rama, went to their event this morning at Tipping Point Coffee, They had great coffee over there. That was some good stuff. It's a nice sunny day. You know, some would say I'd be feeling a little Lionel Richie because it's easy. Easy like Sunday morning, baby. Did did you
0: realize that that is the third time on this pod
1: that you've mentioned it? I love that song. (laughs) I hate to say it. um, You know, a little backstory on that. When I was in high school, we did a retreat and... Me and my friends would do like a karaoke contest in the back of the bus, and that was one of the songs that- Is that choir? No. That was confirmation? It was confirmation, oh, yes. Oh, Lord. I couldn't, you know, like th- those were some good, stupid, fun days, but yeah, that that was some good times back in the day. The last time you said it, we were speaking to Vaughn Wafer. We
0: were speaking to Vaughn Wafer. I kid you not. And I'm sure that... he's a big fan of Lionel Richie. Well, he, well, he giggled accordingly- and properly, so I was assuming that he was a big fan. Obviously, so I do not blame him. It's, I, it's, I mean, it's a wonderful song. I can't blame. I can't blame him, Lionel Richie. Well, I'm, I'm shocked that you didn't even sing it. I'm, I'm a little disappointed you didn't. It's sing a little it. early. You didn't even attack it. I,
1: I, I it's not. It's you not didn't attack like Jalen
0: Green. Come on, unfortunately, do it. Though. Yeah. Okay. Do you
1: want me to do it? Cause I'm easy. There you go. But
0: that, that's not me.
1: Uh I'm easy like Sunday morning, Seren- yeah, serenade yeah. The people.
0: Serenade the
1: people because I'm easy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry. Let's put it out there. Your boy had a little bit of a had some sinus issues this weekend, and he's still drinking his coffee. I'm. Telling- I should be drinking tea.
0: So, when we record, i I have it i have I have it on my screen currently. And the waves when you hit the high note, you saw it that went thing? from like mid. <laughs> it went from like mid to like fat. so it was it was it was there.
1: I felt the confidence to hit the note. I probably could have went falsetto there.
0: You probably should have went falsetto.
1: Obviously, you could. Yeah, you were not thinking about Easy. it. Yeah, like you yeah. know, I could pull my Justin Timberlake voice there.
0: Yeah. Well, so when you when you do it, the whole point is when you go louder. The whole
1: point is to step away from the mic. little choir. Little do you know that is I am not a performer. Unlike my little brother and my older brother, who are no, both no. singers.
0: No, no, no. Okay, we're not going to spotlight that. That is not that. my thing. We're not going to spotlight that. Okay, but I'll tell you what we are going to spotlight. Let's let's hone in our focus and let's uh, talk about this accordingly. So you know, like like we said apologies, first and foremost, to our listeners. Uh, We weren't Mm -hmm. able to record this past week. There's been a lot of of stuff going on. Uh, The GM was busy. I was busy, too. So, we weren't really able to get any episodes out to y'all. Typically, we try to pump out an episode at the beginning of the week, and then maybe midweek towards the end of the week, we pump Mm -hmm. out an episode. So, we weren't able to do that. So, this episode may run maybe a little longer than normal between just myself and the GM, and that that's just the way it's going to be and that's perfectly okay. We're perfectly good to give it to y'all to give these to give our voices and our opinions out there because I know people have been wondering, you know, when we were going to pump out an episode. So, no worries. This is this episode is going to take place on Monday. So, let's do like a we've you know, it's a been a long time, recap. Yeah, <laughs> a weekly recap, which is ridiculous because I think the last time we've done one episode a week was I maybe like before last season. I think we've started pumping out two a week. So, I think this is needs to be talked about, obviously. So the Houston Rockets were 3-1 in this past week. Crazy. I know. Insane, right? You wouldn't even think about it. 3-1 this past week. One win against the Wizards, which myself and the GM were present at, and then the back-to-back wins against the Blazers. We improve our record overall to 20-55, and 55, but decline in our chance of staying atop the Tank Command. Let's work backwards a little bit, GM, and let's talk about the two-game series against the G League Blazers, which is what I like to call them, because there was no Dame. You had no Dame and no no Dame in the four tops that weren't there. No Nurkic, no nothing. No Simons. So, no, no Simons. So there was basically nobody. They had three mm-hmm. p- players on 10-day contracts. So the Rockets beat the Blazers in a two-game series. The Friday's win at 125-106, and Saturday's game at 115-98 let's talk about the games specifically first that's what I want to talk about mm-hmm. what stood out to me personally was Jalen's 48 total points in the two games mm-hmm. his confidence to get to where he to get to where he wants either off the dribble or getting to a spot off the ball mm-hmm friday's game was tough was tough to watch for both of us i was hooping you were doing other things and then i know you you told me before we recorded that you weren't able to watch yesterday's game either despite not being able to kind of watch the full games and just kind of catching the highlights and seeing what you needed to see what was your overall take and what would you take away what
1: was your takeaways from you know just from what you saw well from friday's game i saw like the second half of the game i didn't get to watch the first half but the second half a lot of the guys looked pretty good. I mean, let's be real here. I mean, a lot of the starters were kind of just like hanging around. It wasn't much. I think the game was pretty much in the Rockets' hands the whole the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like from the second half on, it was just very much in their hands. They were there wasn't much worry there. You could see that they were hustling, they were trying to do their thing, they're trying to have some fun. And the one thing that really noticed I noticed <laughs> had nothing to do with the stats is that Silas brought back in Christian Wood in garbage time, why, (laughs) I really do not know. That's (laughs) so stupid, so freaking dumb. Is he doing that to appease Wood? I don't know. I mean, you know, obviously everyone's been arguing about the garbage time thing, which, you know, I'm kind of in the middle ground there. I understand that. But, like, I I made a joke on Twitter, and I was like, that's one of the reasons why Silas is here. Just imagine if Silas was the coach of Harden. Harden. He wouldn't let Harden play in garbage time. It's a different world because he doesn't even let the other guys play. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. And like, thing about D'Antoni giving Harden always with six minutes left in the fourth, up 20, Harden still goes back in the game. He don't give a shit. And then we were always like, oh, why? man. It's like, why? Please don't get hurt. Why, why are we padding stats? We don't want him to get hurt. Yeah. It's all that, mm-hmm. right? So with it now, it's like, why not play Jalen? I'm kind of like in between, like I stated. But the whole, the whole issue I have is just that what kind of precedent does it set When guys like Garuba doesn't get to play, you know, um, Bruno, Bruno played a little bit, Mm -hmm. but still you want to see those guys play. You want to let them play, especially against teams like the Blazers who are trotting out G leaguers. They're not anyone that's having a huge future on that team. Like the, the team itself is just chock full of injuries. Yeah. So why not allow a player like Garuba to get an opportunity to, uh, to play, you know, and gain confidence against them, mm. you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I yeah. think
1: I think in regards to what you were saying mm-hmm.
0: that you don't want to trot out these starters or like the lack of trotting out starters like Christian mm-hmm. Wood yeah. and Eric Gordon. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to think back and I want to harken back to what Will also said. Uh, shout out to Will Bias Houston, what he said on the space. Uh, This past Monday when Christian Wood decided to, you know, shoot the lights out eight of nine from three, which we'll talk about Mm -hmm. uh, later. But he said that even though Wood is a technical vet, he's he made a good point in saying that this is his first full NBA season, like first full NBA season as a starter Healthy, because last year he barely played. Yeah, he didn't play maybe like half a season. Mm -hmm. So this is his first full season. Yeah. Um, I can see it in regards to maybe shutting down in Eric Gordon for the rest of the year because you just Eric Gordon, who's known for injuries. You don't want to push anything with him, and he doesn't. He has nothing to gain. Um, uh, Dennis Schroeder, I just think he's great. He's great to have on the court. It's hard to take away otherwise. But I think in regards to just. Honing the focus back on the game, mm-hmm. um like I said, I thought Jalen Green played extraordinarily well. He just got to his spots, and and you just see the confidence. But it's a it's a it's a tipping point going in either direction because is Jalen is Jalen playing well because he's playing against was because he was playing against the G Leaguers? I don't think so. I think that no matter who they're playing against, Jalen has gained confidence day by day, yeah, game by game and you're starting to see it, that he's getting at the point of attack, he's starting to get to his spot at will, and I love that it's happening in the later courses of the season, and it seems like as each game progressed from game 1 to game 25, to game 52, now to game 75, Mm -hmm. he's just continued to up the ante, and has continued to build upon his repertoire and his confidence to get to his spot, whether it's off the dribble or off the ball he knows where to go he knows where to space it and i just i like what he's been doing because he shot over 50 percent in both games he had a keyboard he had a great you know an amazing block where i i posted on twitter that he had a little inverted 360 and i think it was just it wasn't on purpose like he blocks it and then he does like an inverted 360 which didn't get enough love on twitter because i just thought it was hilarious yeah but i don't think anyone saw it Shout-outs shout to everybody that doesn't follow. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, Jalen Green, he's starting to look like every bit and more of that star that is worthy of the number two mm-hmm. pick. Yeah. So I, I think that. And then point number two, I also posted on Twitter that Christian Wood has not gotten enough love. And I, I know, I know. If Will's listening, crazy, right? Here we are in the some state of mind and we're giving Wood love and we want Bancaro. What what kind of world are we living in? So it looks like we jumped into an alternate universe. Uh, yeah, just
1: a little bit. The Mandela bit.
0: effect. Yeah. But Christian Wood isn't getting enough love here. He's only look think about it this way. He only shot eight shots last night. And then the night before, he only shot seven shots. He shot a combined mm. 15 shots in these last two games to give players like Jalen Green, like Al P, who had a career high last night of 27 points, to mm. give these players, to give J a chance to get these shots up. Now that these shots are distributing accordingly, look, look at it this way. He had seven shots on Friday. Jalen Green, 16. Kevin Porter, 9. Jay Sean Tate, 10. Mm-hmm. Dennis Schroeder, 9. Uh, maybe a little too high. K- Kenyon Martin Jr., 8. LP didn't really get that many shot attempts his last game uh, on that Friday game, mm-hmm. so he only had three. But Jay Gop got eight shots up. Garrison Matthews got seven shots up. It's you seeing how it's e- evenly distributed accordingly. Yeah, and it's a great transition over to my next question for you, GM, as we continue to 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 stem upon these two games. LP, you know, kind of laid an egg. He only shot one of three. Obviously, he doesn't need to shoot the ball, to make an impact, obviously, through Mm -hmm. his defense, his passing ability, the second coming of Jokic, which is what everyone calls him. But I want to talk to you about Al P. He played 25 minutes, almost 26 minutes. He had 10 of 16, a new career high of 27 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 block, and only 1 turnover. He was a plus 13 on the floor. And the boy was—I'm not even going to call him a man yet because my boy's only 19. Mm -hmm. My boy was in his bag. Yeah. Like, he was absolutely in his bag, and he took complete control of the game. What was your overall opinion from what you saw out of Alperin, Shangun, Your boy, your guy— I'm, I'm going to continue to claim him as your guy, by the way, because he you love my guy. He is my you guy. You claim he's, he's,
1: pro- he's my favorite player on I the I don't Rockets.
0: care what anyone says because you're Easily. the one that claimed him.
1: Yeah, okay. Even before the draft. Well, I'll say this. Uh, Friday's game, he didn't look too comfortable. He did turn over the ball six times. So, But yeah, on what I game. saw, he didn't have a great game. But he was still out there making an impact, right? That's all you can hope for. That's all you can ask for where you're affecting the game – outside of anything that has to do with scoring because i mean he was still a minus five which was a low for the team but he was still there he was still doing his thing you know doing what he can outside of shooting but last night that career high i saw the highlights of the of the game he just looked really comfortable you can tell he took his mistakes from the night before forgot about him wiped him away saw some film and said okay let's see what i can adjust and improve on right he played with a little bit more energy. He seemed a bit more prepared. He wasn't thinking too much on the floor. He only had one turnover last night, so that is something that you can see that he did improve upon. They literally played the same team. We've seen the Rockets play the same team two games in a row, mm-hmm. like the Pelicans, the Kings. Um, what was it, the Kings? The Kings are later on the season. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's next week. Um, but we have been playing. And we have
0: played two game series though. Yeah, yes, yeah. and the Absolutely.
1: Lakers. We played against them. Yep. And you could see that sometimes. Sometimes it happens from game to game improvements were not made so i'll tell you this even though it is playing the blazers and the fact that we are seeing improvements it's still a big thing it doesn't matter about the fact that the blazers are the blazers right now that they're just a team that's going through a plethora of injuries it doesn't matter what we really need is confidence for the guys and that's a great carryover regardless of what happens Mm -hmm. even if we lose every game this is a kind of game that players will build upon because they know that they can perform at this level because regardless of the Blazers these are still NBA players at the end of the day they're still part of the best players in the world you might Mm -hmm. be on the lower end of that but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day they're still that yeah so to see Jalen get comfortable take over both games he made 11 threes in two games that's amazing that's unheard of because that's not something you would have saw at the first half of the season Mm -hmm. for Jalen that was not his shot he wasn't knocking those down so to see him now The way that the game is processing in his head. Picking his spots. Understanding when to take over. Despite the fact he can be a little passive at times. I still have issues with that. But based on the last two games, you can see that Jalen is leading the team in shot attempts. Both games, correct? Yep. And so... As he he should. With that being said, that's where we're starting to see him really dig into his bag. I mean, I'll tell you this. One of the most impressive things from last night was his block. Like on the defensive end. He was... You know he was at a, he was, you know he was hustling there. But he got up again just to get that one block, and it was yeah. nasty.
0: He also, it, since I was you know I was watching the game last night mm-hmm. towards the end of the third, he did roll he rolled his ankle. Yes, yes. So I he did that, I, he had yeah. an ankle, and we were I, I was frightened when I saw that because I thought that he was holding his knee. Yeah, and that's not something. So, that, but it wasn't. It was his ankle. Yeah. And I swear to you, like when I saw when the report said that he came back to the bench, I was like, oh, thank God, because my fear was like, okay, oh my God, last seven games are gonna shut him down. You know what? You know it wouldn't it wouldn't have been good, but I mean,
1: anticlimactic, yeah, for sure. how
0: anticlimactic. But he ends up coming back. He gets the block. He knocks down another three, I think, or one or two more threes. Yep. And he the spring and the spring is just like normal. Like he jumped twice. He went up for a rebound, couldn't solidify the rebound, and mm-hmm. then he got the block. Yeah. So it just goes to show you that. Despite you know even if it's like a, a rolled ankle or anything mm-hmm. like that, it's yeah. it's not too. Se- it wasn't going to be too serious. Yeah, it was the fact of the matter is that he's still going to continue to play on it and play well. And thank mm-hmm. God you're 20 years old on top yeah. of it. I just think that what from what we saw out of Jalen, he's every bit and more deserving of being that guy. Being this being his team and and I don't think this is being talked about enough either. Mm-hmm. I think Kevin Porter is starting to slowly realize that too, kind of knowing like yeah. this may be Jalen's team yeah, because look yeah, look about yeah. he only shot he 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 only shot nine shots on Friday mm-hmm. and he only shot eight sh- oh or no sorry eleven shots on Saturday. You can kind of see he's deferring, but not even in a bad way, yeah. but like kind of setting up Jalen. To be successful, whether it yeah, be on the pick you, and roll you, you to can, get him on you the can wing. can see him trying
1: yeah. to uh, push Jalen in that sense. Yeah. But there are also times that I saw from Friday's game when Jalen was cooking and KPJ decided, I need to get my shots up now. And that's the thing that I'm not a fan of because it wasn't organic. It was more so like, okay, I'm going to handle the ball here. I got a matchup. Let me take advantage of this. As opposed to, nah, man, let's just get the ball to Jalen. He's already hit two or three shots in a row. Yeah. Let's do that. And that's where I get to a little, like, that get is modeled. more so the maturity aspect. Yeah. Because a more mature point guard would see that and be like, okay, let's just keep get, let's keep feeding him the ball. Run it again. Run it again. And sometimes what you see with KPJ is that after two or three possessions, I don't know if it's because, like, I need to get mine. Maybe it's like, let's change it up. Maybe because they're, they're starting to see it. But I don't think that's what's happening. Um, it's all conjecture there. But it just seems more along the lines that he just wants to get his a little bit.
0: I don't, I don't blame him, though. That's the thing. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to call because at the end of the day, like, there's we know the story of this. We've been yeah. talking about all season. He's trying to convert himself into a point guard. But let's be real. I mean,
1: naturally, he's not. Let's be
0: real. He's a score.
1: <laughs> yeah, but let's be real also, which is why I do not think, well, that's besides the point. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not sold on the point guard thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know I um, understand that. That's, that but that's why I know he goes back to instincts in regards to shooting. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you're supposed to shy away from that.
0: I didn't think he played. I don't think he played bad though. Like I didn't think. No, he think didn't play terribly. No, I didn't no, no, no. especially last game in particular, which I was able to watch. I'm talking
1: ta- about ta- Friday. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. I saw him play Friday. But, like, Yesterday look, that, I have no comment stuff on Stuff like
0: that. that stuff like yeah. that happens though. Because yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. However, however you may think, however I may think, however Rockets Twitter may think towards him, whether or not he's a point guard, not a point guard, shooting guard, six man, yeah, off should be off the team entirely. We can't have an opinion on that. I mean, we can have an opinion on that, but at the end of the day, like he mm. is the point guard for the rest of this season, and un- and despite how you may feel mm. for the foreseeable future, yeah, because until we until a Jaden Ivey gets drafted which could force the hand of the Rockets organization. Yeah. He's our point guard. Yep. Whether you like it or not, it's obvious that the organization believes in him cuz he's made multiple mistakes mm-hmm. on the court, off the court, and they're continuing to play him. So it's obvious that they bo- they're going to continue to back Kevin Porter Jr. regardless well, as, as of the they situation. Should. As they should. These mistakes are going to happen though. Like I'm not yeah. I'm not upset at it at the end of the day cuz look, Jalen still got his shots up. 16 shots, 17 shots. Like, yeah. these are... Sh- these, he still got all of... Like, all the shots that he could get. Could he get up 20-plus? Yeah, probably. Does he deserve to get 20? Yeah, absolutely he deserves to get 20-plus up. But I appreciate the fact that... Let's talk about, you know, if we're going to talk maturity, Jalen's maturity on top of it, to be able to be okay with it, to not show frustration, to yep. be able to play within the flow of the offense. That doesn't get talked about. Like Proud would say, it's an elite attitude. It is an elite attitude. Him yeah. and Al included... I just think you know to conclude this mm-hmm. game. I do want to. I do want to end off on you know. I do want to spotlight a little bit of KJ Martin, mm-hmm. who in my opinion has just been every bit and then some of a player that is more deserving of a starting role at this point because he lo- he even out he outplayed and he out minute minuted like out minutes yep. So I don't know if. What the deal is there if they're gonna use him kind of like as like a super six man type role to like bring him up and give him more minutes than Jayshon? You might as well start. I
1: think I just think you know that what, I mean? what he's starting to see is that Jayshon might be more suitable in the starting position, and KJ might be better finishing. I guess yeah. I, I, we don't really see KJ finish, but I I can see them leaning towards that now, where it'd be like KJ takes on the Sam Cassell role as the finisher. And, Ke- and Jay Sean Tate will be the Kenny Smith guy who starts the game. That, I mean, it's not about who starts. It's, it's about, about who finishes. finishes. Yep. Like, what did the 2017-2018 Rockets tell you? Eric Gordon came off the bench, but he finished games against the he was Warriors. Always, yeah, he was so always that, there. So that's, that's, that's the mentality there. Because to me, I wouldn't finish with J. Tate. You, know, you want some spread. Yeah. It's either going to be Alprin Shangoon with a Christian Wood or K.J. Martin with Christian Wood. Those are based on the best fits to close out the game. You want more spread offense. KJ Martin gives you that nice help defense, and yeah. he's also the hustler. You see him work his ass off in the defensive end. I'm not saying that... I'm not taking anything away from Jay Sean Tate. Hey, he's, I a great, was like, no, he's a great one-on-one guy, too. I can't say anything about Jay Sean I Tate just mean, in terms of hustle, I, I mean more so team defense-wise, yeah. KJ Martin fits the mold as a team defender, a la Robert Covington, who Robert Covington is a great team defender. Yeah. So that's why I lean more towards KJ cuz it kind of settles the team as opposed to individual. I'm not saying that uh Tate is a bad defender. I just think he's a better individual defender and he could be better at anchoring the second team defensively.
0: There's also a comfortability for yeah, KJ no but, but no for KJ though. There's a comfortability for KJ getting KJ on the court. It just seems like and I don't know it's because he plays without P more. Yeah. But there's a comfortability about having him on the court. Mm-hmm. A guy who kind of knows his role and, and plays it, not to perfection, but plays it so well. Like... to be a a hard pick-and-roll guy, to be a guy that can cut to the basket at will, a guy that can play good to great defense, team defense at that, Mm -hmm. someone who understands his role and doesn't try to go expanding and beyond it. Now, obviously, Jay Sean Tate has a tendency to handle the ball maybe a little too much, puts up more threes than probably he should be taking, but at the end of the day, that's just the kind of role that, unfortunately, it seems like when we're losing and when we're losing big by 10 (coughs) or 15, then it seems like you know that that was when Jay Sean usually tries to probably take it down the court to, for a fast break, get a quick bucket up, and I think that's when he tends to do a little too much.
1: Yeah, it's hard to for me. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, like, it's hard to understand his his um, hustle because I still think he's a crucial part of this team. It's just a matter of where he's placed. Yeah, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's definitely uh, debatable.
0: Yeah, but I think I think also in regards to this to way to kind of wrap wrap this up with a bow here. Uh, I'm not opposed to KJ starting. Like, I want KJ to start, but at the end of the day, Jay Jay Sean Tate, I don't think he gets enough flowers. I think he, at the end of the day, plays so well Mm. with the starters. It's hard to kind of just immediately remove him from the game like that because we've already invested so much into him. Yeah, It's hard to, like... He doesn't have a huge ego, but just imagine, like you know, if you were to just sit him, unless like barring an injury, yeah, or unless they shut him down. Maybe he has like a lingering knee, or because I know he's been dealing with ankle issues too. They could shut him down, as far as I know. Yeah, but we'll you know we'll see what happens there. But I do want to do one more spotlight before we end on this uh, first segment, and that is a uh, Christian Wood man. I think he's earned it. I think he's earned his spotlight, man, and for the first time in, gosh, GM, I'd say over a year. Since we got him and like he was doing well for us that season. Christian Wood is going to get his flowers on this show on episode 86 of the Some State of Mind podcast. 14 of 18 on Monday against the Washington Wizards. We were there. We got to see the clinic, the master class in person. Yep. 39 points plus 17 from the floor. 14 of 18. Eight of nine from three. Career high. People flip out over the eight of nine from three. Yeah. Right. I flip out over the three of three from the free throw line there you go that is what i flipped out about i was like yo man my man could have easily been 0 of 3 from the free throw I line thought. what did you think when you you know when we saw the game we got to see it in person we got to see the quote-unquote master class in person and what was your immediate thoughts in regards to
1: it because mm-hmm. i'll give my thoughts on it but i want to get your thoughts first i thought it was a great game by christian honestly um i really was just um flabbergasted I mean, the man had a—he shows confidence naturally, but the way he was shooting these threes off the dribble, hey, man, if you're hot, you're hot. Take it, right? And even then, like, we were down 20-plus in the first half. We were talking with Jackson at halftime. Telling him how how painful that first half was to watch. We were walking. And me and you were like— We were on the concourse. We are going to leave after the third quarter. We were in the (laughs) concourse, and we were like, gosh, this is terrible. What a terrible game. Yeah, (laughs) this is hard to watch. Like, Chris Stapps was killing us at that point in time. Yep. And you know, like Christian hadn't gone off yet, so we came back with eight minutes into the eight minutes left in the third. We got we brought we got ourselves back down to our seats. And dude, what I I don't even know what happened, but all I can say is that Wood was killing it. He was confident. He was picking his poison. He was also playing within himself. He wasn't playing point center. Mm. He was coming off of screens. Yeah. Right? They were running this play where Christian would start on the low block. And he'd peel out to the to the top of the key. You know, Christian Wood, Jay Sean Tate, sending these screens for him to get him open at the top, have these wide-open shots for three. KPJ was looking for him every time. And it was working out. And so that's the thing. That's what I wanted to say, was that when Christian Wood plays within himself, he brings so much more to the table than what he does when he tries to play outside of himself. I get it. Mm. You know, you're the best player on this team, quote-unquote, right? You are the guy that is who's gonna put the team on its shoulders. But you know what? When you play within yourself and you trust your teammates to set you up as opposed to all these, these dribble dribble excessiveness, you're put in a position to succeed. And we yeah. saw it that game. Outside of the few threes that he had taken in regards to, you know, taking it off the dribble, that was okay. There was no issues with that. I don't
0: I didn't I didn't take any issues with that. And I think the yeah. turning point of the game was yeah. in the second quarter uh-huh. when uh Porzingis dunked on Christian Wood uh-huh. and then Christian Wood came back on the other end of the court and then he dunked on Porzingis and then he and then he went small and I was like, "Oh man, I don't know." And I remember I saw that and I was like and I was like, "Uh oh, Wood, we're down 15. Stop." Yeah. But, you know, little did I know that that was going to be the turning point mm-hmm. for the game. It was almost comedic (laughs) because every three he hit i we were standing like the majority of the fourth yeah i was shocked it got to the point where he hit the last three he hit i was laughing so hard because i was in such disbelief of what we were (laughs) watching yeah and but you know let me let me settle it in and bring everybody back down to earth these aren't good shots they weren't good shots these were horrible shots no they look good because they went in it, it begs the point of, you know, because we, we have to get ready to end and move on. But I just want to say this in regards to that. He took a lot of Steph Curry shots. Steph Curry doesn't take good shots. Steph Curry takes bad shots. They look good because they go in. Yep. They look good because Steph Curry works his tail off. Exactly. To go into the gym and get these shots off. Wood was shooting the exact same threes. Do I want him shooting those threes every night? Hell no. no. And on top of that, he and on top of that, he started doing that the next game. I think he shot two of those, and I was like, all right, all right, Wood, that's enough. That's enough, boy. You're not. You're the not.
1: confidence is there, but yeah. every game is different, bro. Absolutely, it's different. We'll
0: give him his flowers though for this game and absolutely he and for it. this week actually. Actually, I thought he's just played... Yeah, I think he he deferred. He's deferring. He didn't get enough love. And that's why I had to put... I had had to blast that on Twitter because I had people to know. I was like, hey, man, I don't think Wood's getting enough love here because he's actually deferring and he's willingly deferring. He's not pouting or anything. Yep. He's willingly deferring. So... Let's go ahead and end on this segment here, a Christian Wood segment, a positive mm. Christian Wood segment. Can you believe yeah. it? Wow. What it's, it truly is. It truly is 2022 when we can positively talk Unbelievable. about Christian
1: Wood. Unbelievable.
0: Right? So let's move on. But before we do, we need to give a quick ad break and a quick shout out from one of our sponsors. Give us one moment. We'll be right back. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Hey everybody, this is Craig Ackerman, TV play-by-play announcer for the Houston Rockets and you are listening to the Summit State of Mind podcast. Alright y'all, welcome back to the Summit State of Mind presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network. I am of course joined by the GM, aka Justin, aka my brother, aka the general manager, aka the social media light. That's what I like to call you. Wait, I just what? made that up. No, he's not even listening once again. This is great. I was reading the thread the social, that you were talking about. The social media light. Oh. We are live recording, by the way. Social media light. Just, <laughs> you are the social media light. What that a name. That, like a, but what, a social light. What, 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 what a name light. you gave me. So, you know. It's because I'm everywhere. Yeah. I mean, your job requires it.
1: <sighs> yeah, it's true.
0: I'm uh, unfortunately, I'm confined to two. I'm confined to four walls. Yeah, classroom is four walls. Yeah, Touché. I'm confined to four walls. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> so, GM, I just want to, you know, let's get straight into it, because obviously this needs to be talked about. With the win last night, mm-hmm. the the past two wins at that, yeah, they're great. Look, anytime you can win, fantastic, right?
1: True, yeah.
0: Wrong to a degree. To a degree, don't worry. Don't, don't yeah. overreact. Don't overreact, listeners. I'm not. I'm not overreacting. <laughs> let's talk about it. To win or to tank. Mm -hmm. This was a point of contention last night on Rockets Twitter. Big, big contention. It's hilarious. Especially during the spaces last night in regards to whether the Rockets should try to win these last seven games or to tank and keep ourselves afloat Mm -hmm. by getting at least a top five pick in the draft. Look, I have my thoughts on it, but I do want to give it over to you first. I want to bequeath it over to you first. Yeah. Twenty and fifty-five. We're, I think we're tied. We're tied with the Magic right now. But at the but we're at tied the, for the top spot. Yeah, we're tied end. for the top spot. For some reason, we're at netted at number two. I I don't it, know if it's because we didn't win both. We against we t- Orlando. We tied the head-to-head. I think we tied the head-to-head. I don't know exactly. I, yeah, I, I don't know, I know exactly. But we're at slated at number Detroit two. right now. Detroit has one less loss yeah. than us right now. Bottom line, so we yeah a half game back. We control our we control our destiny. But I do want to ask you first in regards to that to tank or to not tank and to try to win these games. This has Mm. been a point of contention for the fans. But I want to ask you personally, Mm. what is your overall opinion on it?
1: And what do you think we should do? Well, I remember – I don't know if you remember this, Kenny, but I got into an argument with a guy on Facebook 10 years ago. I don't even remember the guy's name. He was friends with Russell. Yes, Yes. I do remember I'm not going to say his name. No, don't. I remember remember that we were were talking about – we were debating on – Those 2012 Rockets, whether we wanted to stick with getting number 13, 14 picks, or (laughs) me, I was in pro of just tank it out. Shut everybody down. Let's try to get a top pick. I don't even remember who was in that draft, like that 2012 draft. Uh, the 2012
0: draft. If we're talking from the tops, we're talking Anthony Davis, Harrison Barnes. Oh, that was Damian the that was the Lillard. Terrence the, Jones. The Terrence Jones, Jeremy uh, Lamb,
1: and um, yeah, but uh, the other guy? Well, Buel. Anthony Davis went Royce number. White.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anthony Davis <laughs> yeah. went number one. Mm. And if we're continuing to talk on that,
1: I, I, Damian Lillard went
0: six. And then Harrison Barnes went eight. But then MKG went two. So
1: so yeah, I mean, you know, like I understand both sides of the argument where people just want wins. They want to build a culture. My question is in regards to that, do we truly believe that Steven Silas, what he is showing us, is that a culture? Hmm. And um, that is my, where I am not 100% certain. With management, Raphael Stone, we, the, 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 The bag's still out for our guy but at the end of the day we believe in him and we trust the decisions that he is making because he is the smartest guy in the room no matter what all these other people believe when they say that you know i can be gm i can do this hey brother no you can't let's just be real here uh i don't think anyone can handle that type of stress oh yeah it takes a special person to be able to handle that and more, more power to him, man. He's a good guy. We met him. He's such a, he, was, he was so gracious with his time. But anyways, that's besides the point. It's more so along the lines of the culture aspect, right? Um, I like the fact that we did get the win in both games. Because even though we were at 18 wins and we were like firmly ahead of other teams, the confidence aspect is a wonderful thing for these guys. Because, you know, they can't be losing like that all the time. These were wire-to-wire victories almost, especially yesterday. Yeah, yeah. It was almost like, cause, you know, it was obviously a, yeah, there it was, was a some wire back wire, and forth yeah, yeah. Back in and the forth first second while. quarter. But what I'm saying in the grand scheme of things is like these guys know how to win in that respect. Where they understand the effort that it takes to not just take a lead, but to keep and sustain a lead. So... That's a wonderful thing, man. And that's a good thing for the attitudes. Jalen Green, LP. Like we wanted that from the beginning. We wanted them to play at their best. And if we lose, we lose. But we're gonna play with that, right? We're gonna play with that. Live with it. Yep, you're gonna live with it. Exactly. But now they won and now people are like, oh man, what are we doing? Why are they winning? You know, I get that too. It goes both ways, man. But at the end of the day, it's like there's a fine line. Like there there we can still lose and have culture. But yeah, of the only thing is, like I said, I'm not f- pro Far Silas, but I just don't believe in Silas. Yep. That's a different. It's mm-hmm. completely different. And in regards to all of that, I just, I, I get it. I, I want us to tank too, but not at the expense of everybody feeling terrible. I want us to play hard, show the effort. If we lose, we lose. I don't anticipate us winning that many games. Come on, now let's be real here. It ain't, it ain't, this team is still the worst team for a reason. Okay. Yeah. Um, everyone like is so worried. Like, what if we drop to four or five or six? If it happens, it happens. That's what can we do? That's out of our control. You know, and yes, obviously the whole point is to gather talent. You want to gather the best talent in the league. Talent is paramount. And yeah. the only thing we don't know yet is if Jalen is that piece to where it's like people are gonna want to come to join Jalen. That's why let's showcase him. Yeah. Right yeah. now. Because you never know. What if some free agent decides they want to come here and betray John Wall? That's crazy. But you never know, it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a yeah. lot of these West Coast guys, Jalen, KPJ, uh Paula Bancaro. <laughs> Shit, who knows, man? Who knows? But that's what I'm saying. It's just that Anything is possible. So, in regards to all of that, it's just that I'm not gonna be the one that's gonna be completely frustrated and throw the boat over us winning two meaningless games. Like it's okay that we did. It's okay that we won. We should have won, and that's understandable. But you see, teams like the Thunder uh, putting Josh Giday out, you know, saying like he's he's done for the season. Because, you know, they're going to tank. But let's remember OKC. They've been fucked in the lottery every year, year in, year out. Yep. They've been fucked. And, you know, it sucks for them. But at the end of the day, that's how it works. And we're playing with fire as well. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, they have Shy Gilgis and we have Jalen. So it's okay. I think that the only thing about Presty is that he likes to hoard first-round picks. Like he like kids like to hoard Pokemon cards back in the day. Let's be real here. Um that, but that's neither here nor there. What I'm saying is that our tanking may be different than other teams, and their tanking is what they do. And it's okay. We're building something with these guys that we have here. Yeah. Right?
0: Okay. Good points, GM, in regards to why this team should not, I guess, shouldn't be over—why the fans should not be overreacting in regards to these two uh, wins— I'm going to present the other side of the coin here just because, well, I I do feel a certain way, and we held off on it purposely to not talk about it just so I can get this funneled out on this pod through this platform. But there are two things in terms of what this team should be doing, and two things that is, I guess, fans are scared of. One thing in terms of what fans are scared of, they don't want to be Sacramento, they don't want to be New Orleans. Exactly. I get that. I understand that but be- I understand that better than anybody. But I- we won't. No, we're not going we're to not be not going to be. We're not going to be. Take that out of your mind right now because of the ownership. Take it from the ownership down. Now granted this is a still new regime. Is the jury out? Technically, yes, it is still. Because Tillman Fertita is still a pretty new damn new owner. He's only probably in his fourth year right now, maybe fifth year. And so that's point number one. Point number two in regards why you know fans are I guess, scared and they don't, don't want to feel like they don't want to lose out on it is because of the fact that you've already been losing all these games. Yeah. Certainly, to how, It's certain to how I feel currently on it. Mm-hmm. You lost all these games. You lost all of these games. You didn't lose it on purpose. You didn't try to tank on purpose. We just sucked. Yeah. Bottom line. We just sucked. And you're already at game 75. Yeah. We were already at the bottom of the barrel. We explained this in episodes past, and I just want to break down the mathematics for anyone that doesn't understand. If you have the lowest record in the NBA, the lowest you can get pick wise is five. Mm. If you drop, drop, if you jump up to number two, the lowest you can drop is six. Three. If you drop, uh, if you go up to three, lowest you can go is seven, and mm-hmm. so on and so yep. forth. Yep. The idea of why people wanted to stay at the bottom of the lottery or at the top of the lottery is because the lowest you can get is 5. Yeah, because the chances are
1: like there's yes. probably going to be two teams hopping from the bottom four exactly. into it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yep. in regards to that, I want to take people down memory lane so they can kind of understand... You know, because people, the argument of the side is like, okay, you can get, you can find picks later on. Oh, Kobe Bryant was picked number 13. You know, you can, uh, Kawhi Leonard was picked number 15. Mm-hmm. That is not the, that is not the rule. That is the, what's that word? That is the, Um. that's the anomaly. That's not the rule of yeah. the system or the situation. Let's rewind back to 2019 so people can understand this. 2019, let's go back to that draft because players are, have developed. There's about a three-year window to where they're developing. John Morant, the number two overall pick. R.J. Barrett, the number three overall pick. Zion Williamson, the number one overall pick who showed flashes of brilliance. John Morant, who's an MVP candidate. R.J. Barrett, who's starting to become a cornerstone in the New York Knicks franchise. That is your top three picks. Yep. That is who you have an opportunity to get this year. Okay, that's point number one. Let's go back to 2018 now. Let's look at the top three there. DeAndre Ayton. He's a stud. One of the best centers in the game today. Mm-hmm. Marvin Bagley. ah, uh, You know, he's he he could be a bust. Luka Doncic is number three. Mm-hmm. One of the best guards in the NBA today. Maybe he's one of the best players in the NBA today. Yep. Easily maybe top five.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Trey Young was number five. Yep, You know what I mean? go back let's let's continue to go let's continue to go down the ball 2017 number one markel fultz if it wasn't for his accident that he had he was well on his way lonzo ball number two decent player he's great star yeah no not really jason tatum was number three mm-hmm. jason tatum is the star of that draft let's go back again 2016 ben simmons at number one Brandon Ingram at number two. Jalen Brown at number three. Those all three are not just serviceable but takeover players, despite the fact of how you may feel about Ben Simmons. At his apex, he's still better than three fourths of the entire NBA. And there's a reason why
1: he's being paid the max.
0: Exactly. Mm. Brandon Ingram doesn't get enough love either. He's a great talent too. Jalen Brown is a great talent. If you want an oppor- Rockets, if you Brown. want an opportunity to get these top talents, if you want an opportunity to get it, why would you try to like not not try to win these games but at least if you're gonna tank you might as well just shut down christian wood you might as well shut down eric gordon for the rest of the season there's seven games left to play we were already bottom of the barrel as it is yep i don't necessarily feel like this team needs to win all seven games like i don't necessarily feel like okay we need to net that number one we need to stay at number one so the lowest we can go is five yep I'm at a point now where we're so close. We're like a half game, like a half game up from the number three slot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm at a point now where I'm like, you know what? If Let's we if we go with number three, if no, if we go to number three, we go to number three. The odds are still the same across the board of getting the number one pick, but the odds drop considerably within staying within the top five realm. Yep. I think that is a big drop off, also in terms of what this team is trying to accomplish. If you had scouts looking at Bancaro... Holmgren, Jabari, Jaden Ivey, you know those types of talents. To be able to drop to seven or eight or nine, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I consider that a failure of a season. Why? Why? Then why? Why did you devote so much of this season Mm -hmm. on these developments to lose these amount of games to come out with the number eight pick? Yeah. God, that's similar to Rudy Gay for God's sakes. I want to shout-out to Clutch, by the way, because Clutch fans, had a, he made a point. But I was going to say it regardless. Uh, for the old heads that understand the shout-out to the Von Wafer stands out there. In 2006, we won a meaningless game in Denver. Yep. Number s- we Juwan had, Howard went off. We game. had number six in the bag. Number six was going to be Brandon Roy. We dropped on number eight, which would have been Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay is still serviceable to this day. Mm. He's great. But we ultimately traded him for Shane Battier. No offense to Shane Battier. He's a boss. One of my favorite Rockets of all time.
1: But you could have had Brandon Roy. Who you, was a great player for the four Brandon, or five years he was in the league.
0: Brandon Roy arguably was top three. Top two At even. Next to time. Kobe. Like in terms of being talent. Mm-hmm. He was so good. I'm just saying in regards to how these people feel about wanting to win these games. Like shout outs to Will. I'm not trying to disrespect you know Will in any way. That's my boy. You want to continue to win these games? Absolutely. Should we continue to develop? I'm not saying don't develop. Absolutely, yeah. don't sit Jalen Green, yeah. don't sit Alp. Well, but if we lose, it, like you said, yeah. if we lose. Mm-hmm. We lose. I'm talking about in regards to what this team, what this team needs to be. We're Cause, already seventy five games in
1: star power.
0: Well, but that's the thing. That's yeah. the whole point of what I was yeah. trying to say. If look at the past five or six or seven drafts that I just posted. Yep. You want a chance at the top talents. You want a chance at the next Lebrons. Yep. You want a chance at the next stars of the league. You mm-hmm. don't get Jalen Green if you don't net number two. Exactly. You drop the number seven or eight, you get Josh Giddey. Yeah, no, no offense is, is to Josh okay. Giddy. Josh Giddey is Giddey's a good player. Josh is a but great player. But he's not Jalen Green. He's but not he's not Jalen Green. You're talking about a guy that can carry you as a cornerstone for the franchise to net you a championship in the future. Exactly. If you want a chance at that, I'm sorry, guys. Do you want to pair? Do you want to pair Jalen with? Like the, with maybe a Jason Tatum, perhaps, and that's my comp. And that's my comp for uh, Jabari Smith Jr. with handles. And or do you want to pair him with someone like you know, another another center? Who's this? Who's the center that you liked out
1: of um, Memphis? Jalen Duran,
0: Jalen Duran, which no offense to him, he's a rim runner. That's Clint Capella 2.0. I'm sorry. But he needs a elite he point needs, guard to play with. Yeah, you know, he needs, he needs an elite point guard to play with. Do you want to pair him with the possibility of someone that can be a Kawhi Leonard or Jason Tatum, like a Ben Carroll who could be a next star in the league, could be the next Unicorn with Chet Holmgren, or do you yeah. want to pair him with the next Clint Capella? I'm yeah. sorry, guys. I'm going to want to pair him with the next Jason Tatum, with mm. the next Kawhi Leonard, with the next possible Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yep. I'm sorry. Like... That is how you should think. That is how you should want to be. Yeah. You're already so close to the top pick. Yeah. You spent 75 games feeling one way yeah. about wanting the top pick. And now mm-hmm. you wanna now you wanna, okay, let's win, let's try to win all seven. <laughs> Come on. These fans, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Like sometimes our fans can just be so swayed by the weather change, whether it's
1: snowing, oh it's snowing, it's yeah. freezing. It's, it's all about you know the instant mean? gratification for them. They don't like they want the win today. And they'll worry about the talent later, which is what I see a lot with the fan base. Um, I will say this though, like in regards to what Will was saying with talent, like he wants the whole brigade to be drafted well. You see, Memphis was his example now. Like those those guys, like Anthony Melton, Desmond Bain, you know, like those guys where they were drafted in relation, really she was saying that like you can still find talent. The, oh, argu- yeah, no, the argument there yeah, is that good. you want stars and then you figure out who we got later and trade those other role players who might not fit and try to get another number three star, yeah. a number two star, maybe, just depending on what we get. So I see where you're coming from because you are right. When you say Brandon Roy next to a Mac. Do we get past Utah that year? Maybe who knows. We we might not Almost be definitely. number four, so we probably go number yeah, three. Number three, that's yep. the thing. And maybe number two. It, it's even. so shitty in the in the thought. Two thousand nine with a Brandon Roy on the team instead of a you know Battier, you still have run our test. You know, maybe T Mac. They run T Mac at the one. Well, they were debating or maybe what, they even run Ron at the four. Well, no, they who were knows? debating whether or not. No, Ron
0: Artest would have came up, was coming off the bench initially.
1: Oh yes, yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah. So
0: yeah. Ron would have started, and then and then Brandon and then well Brandon Roy would have started regardless. But you're right; they probably would have pushed, um, you know, Artest to the four, and then you know T Mac would have went out. There's nothing that would have changed that yeah, and then, off the bench or Ron so, off the bench. Who knows? I think that's a prime example. I yeah. think that's perfectly suited to what needs to be said. Like yeah. you're right. I just don't want to deal with the future of like, okay, we got our James Harden. Like, you know, our next star, which Mm -hmm. is Jalen Green, right? Let's say that. Mm -hmm. And he develops into becoming everything we want him to be. Yeah. I don't want to freaking pick. I don't want to freaking try to... Convince free agents to freaking come here just to get our number two star. You have your chance of getting your number two star now. Yeah, get your number two star to now play, without trading any pieces, yep. without getting rid of any assets. You have your chance of getting your next, maybe your next Luka Doncic, your next john ja Morant, your next Jason Andre Tatum, Ayton, maybe. your knows? next DeAndre Ayton. You have your chance now. Yeah. Why? Why would you throw it away on something that everyone's saying? Oh, it's to build their confidence. Okay, great. You're going to build their confidence. They're still going to have a whole summer off. Yeah. I don't think if they lose these next seven games, it's going to kill their confidence. I don't think it's going to kill their how they're feeling. No, they're going to go into the summer. They're going to rejuvenate their bodies. They're going to gain, you know, Jalen's going to gain some weight. Yeah. He's going to work in his bag. And he's going to come back and not even remember the last seven games that were played. Yep exactly he's gonna turn the page that's what i'm saying i don't think it's that i don't think fans should root to try to win you know all seven games and i just think it's that's so, just crazy <laughs> i just think it's so funny that there's that's that we do have some fans and that's fine look i'm not hating on you if that's how you feel more well, power well, most to you. people want to win they just want to win no matter okay what. yeah no 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 i get that it's their inner competitiveness if you are at game 42 absolutely try to win absolutely absolutely mm. If if we're not gonna be bottom of the barrel, go for it at game 42. Yeah, we're bottom well of the barrel at game y- 75 for God's sakes, with seven games remaining. Mm-hmm. You're already bottom of the barrel. You can taste, you can taste pairing Bancaro, pairing Jabari, pairing Chet with this already talented young crop. Could you imagine Bancaro next to Jalen Green, yeah. next to Josh Christopher, next to Al P, or Chet, or Jabari, or yep. Jaden Ivey? Like, mm. you already have it. It's already here. Mm-hmm. It's so close. Why Why are you trying to change the tide now just because we won two in a row? Yep. I'm not mad that we won two in a row <laughs> at the it's, end it's of the day. It's called the
1: high, bro. Yeah, it's They're fine. on a high of victory, and they just want to feel good because it's a short-term high when it's a long-term fucking loss I'm telling if you, you keep winning. I'm telling
0: you, GM. If we, I, yeah, if, I, I'm not saying
1: ahead. that I'm strongly for winning every game. That's that's not the truth. It's far from the truth because I want a top three pick regardless. Yeah. But as I, I don't believe that whether we suck, play shitty, I don't think it's going to have a long-term effect on everything that happens next year. Like, I'm happy for the confidence. I think it's great to build on, but also to the other side of the coin, whether they suck and... Silas fucks them up and just doesn't care um, with the rotations and kind of plays, like, plays the rotations a little weirdly and fucks around. And we get L's. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I mean, I just think that in the grand scheme of things, these guys' confidence, they should still be high regardless. That's
0: what I'm saying. Yeah, that's I just my, think it's okay.
1: That's my whole belief in Um, I, I just think that this whole thing – see, I wasn't on Spaces last night, but this whole thing about – Getting wins, feeling good today. Worry about tomorrow later. I think it's it's a great it's it's a great attitude. But at the end of the day, that's fucking. I think that's ignorant. Okay. Yeah. in, In that sense,
0: exactly. I don't want to look back in the next three years. Because I felt out. that and I felt that way I felt that way I knew it. Like I could feel it in my loins you with felt Brandon that way Roy. With Kawhi Leonard. I felt that way with Kawhi Leonard too on top of it. If you yeah. ever go that, we dropped out of that. We dropped out of that. We had a chance to get him regardless. We just passed. That's that's just on us. The mm-hmm. Brandon Roy pick is probably the one that probably I see uh-huh. that the most just because of the fact that you could have had you could have had him if you lost one more game. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I don't want to look back in three years and then, you know, oh, the damn. same fan base that has been touting that you need to win, you know, some of these games, knowing that you could have had yeah. someone like Jabari or Bankera, and then also, to look back and be like, and to look back and be like, man, we should have had these. We man, we could have had yeah. these guys. Oh man, we really could but, have had. these But you know guys. what?
1: I also think that these fans that want to win every game probably think that it's super easy to trade up to the top four if we really wanted to whether it's, it's number 7 so hard. they don't un- like some people yeah. don't understand the nuances of trades in that sense i'm not calling out fans and saying that like um that they're not um what's what's the word educated in that sense right when it, pre- it pertains to stuff like that yeah. it's it's just that there are a lot of nuances that go into it <laughs> teams that need this need <laughs> that and sometimes these teams will evaluate talent and if they let's say for example we do fall to 6 right <laughs> And six in the Brooklyn pick enough to trade up to number three to get Apollo Bencaro. I don't think so, in my opinion. Like, I just don't think that's enough for a team that might want to drop. Do they think they see Benedict Maturin to be someone that they can thrive off of? That depends. Maybe if Indy is number three, but why would Indy go number three when they have a chance to get Apollo? Well, that's what you I'm. Know, yeah, the, those, those picks yeah. right
0: there, those players, these teams yeah. are not. I think this draft in particular. I don't think any
1: of those teams are going to want to trade down. But I also think that if we get number 6, we just go say fuck it. If someone takes AJ at 5, draft Shade on sharp. <laughs> number I, 6.
0: Uh, <laughs> I, but I don't want to think about that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that's the thing that's fr- that's the thing that's frustrating. You're so
1: we're so, not, so close, right? We're there. so close to the finish line, yeah.
0: and you're already like, "Oh no, know yeah. screw tanking! Let's let's win! Let's win! Let's try to win these last seven games." And I'm like, "Dude, no, no, guys, get it together! Like, let's be real! Like, yeah, tanking is what we your, need to do! Like, fi- we've done it all year. We've done it all year. Just get to mm-hmm. the damn finish line and finish, finish strong. Whether or not that, whether or not you win or lose, look, it's fine. That's not up to us. We're just guys with opinions. Look." At the end of the day, the man that's going to have a say in all of this is going to be Steven Silas. He's going to be the one that's going to make the call. He's going to be the one that's going to put the talent out there. Unless
1: he's let go. At the Unless. End of the uh,
0: no, uh, I'm talking about now. For these oh, last okay, seven okay, games. Okay, okay. He's in charge of these last seven games. What well, Our opinions are, are you know, they're just opinions. Well, Silas is playing to win. No, but what I'm saying. I mean, like, he's playing to win. Exactly. So, I think bottom line here for, for all the listeners and people that understand of, like, Look, myself and the GM, we've seen enough of this. We've seen enough from years past. You know, we're a bit... The fan base, especially for the fan base that's a little younger, Mm -hmm. to understand the the nuances and how tough it is to really trade up. And I don't think anyone, maybe out of the top, maybe top four even, is going to want to trade down for anything unless it's a godfather offer. Yeah. I don't think these teams are going to want to trade down because the talent crop at the top end is so freaking high. Mm -hmm. It's so high. Like, you cannot pass on it. That's why, at the end of the day, I don't want to be those guys that look back in a few years and be like, man, we could have had this guy who's now averaging... The Apollo Benker, who's now averaging twenty-four points in the in the NBA today, yeah. or Jabari Smith Jr., who's one of the best two-way players on yeah. the floor today, or Chet Holmgren, who ended up building muscle and ended up becoming one of the greatest two-way talents of maybe even NBA history, which yeah. is what is what well, that's his ceiling. That's why he's the unicorn. Mm-hmm. I don't want to look back and be like, "We had a chance, we had a chance, and we did not. We ended up getting." Ben Mathurin, who's good, who maybe he's gonna be great. Yeah, maybe he's gonna be good. Yeah. but he ain't gonna be, he ain't gonna be that next pair to, sl- yeah. to, you know. I'm just saying right now, getting a third star, you get him through. You can get a third star through free agency. Yeah, next year, if we're talking next year, I'm not worried about, you know, tanking for Wemby. If we ta- if we end up just sucking next year, fine, absolutely tank for Wemby. I love Wemby. I'm a big fan. of I want of his. Scoot
1: Henderson. I'm just kidding. Oh I, I, don't want I want Scoot Henderson for his name.
0: Yeah, um, I love the name. I love. I love Wemby. If we suck next year, we suck next year. If you get a chance of getting the top three pick, and then and, and whoever we get ends up developing, imagine these two. Imagine Jalen on year two. With all the with with all the talent surrounding LP in year two, with a Bancaro or a Jabari in year one, yeah. and then they end up competing. This is, I'm telling y'all, this is how you get someone like Chris Paul. This mm-hmm. is how you get it because you build the culture. Mm-hmm. You get them to believe. You get these. You get these great players to be like man. Like these vets to be like man they're building something in Houston, man. I want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. I want to help get them over the top. Yeah, That's where you get the third star. You don't look for the second star in free agency because I've, I've done that with Harden, and I yeah. hated doing that. And no oh, one wanted to come to Houston. <laughs> exactly. We had a chance at getting Chris Bosch. We had a chance of getting LeBron James. We had a chance at getting KD. We had a chance of getting Chris Paul, which we did. We, I'm talking about Chris Paul before in 2014. Yeah, the
1: reason why we got Chris Paul is because Harden was an MVP candidate. Exactly. And, and we,
0: even then, it was so difficult was right. It was so right. hard.
1: Yeah, it's the right time.
0: Yeah, it was it was perfect time. but Matt, it was so hard, dude. I can't live with that. Like, I just can't live with it. Yeah. I can't live with another one of those, oh, man, let's bank on free agency or bank on another disgruntled star.
1: Yeah.
0: Sorry, I'm not doing it. No more. If you get a chance to get a young 19, 20-year-old to pair mm. with an already 20-year-old in yeah. Jalen Green, a 19-year-old in LP, whoo, man, I'm telling you. It's going going to be legit, and you are going to thank your front office
1: in the long run. Yeah, I mean, if we were able to trade John Wall or cut him, release him, I would potentially want to throw the bag at DeAndre Ayton.
0: Mm. Low-key. Wow. I would. Yeah, It's it's an interesting thought. Because, yeah, the idea is that Phoenix wouldn't even match. We're going to talk about that, too, in the offseason. I can't wait because we're going to have a lot of offseason discussions in regards to this. I can't wait. You just never know what's going to happen. Um, that's the great thing about uh, off season in the NBA mm-hmm. it's gonna be a lot to talk about uh, GM in regards to you know tanking or not mm-hmm. tanking or winning or not winning do you
1: yeah. have any last things to say towards your sentiments towards this topic Um, I'd rather us lose all games I already lost my bet I said 19 wins Jesus so I'm ready mad I wanted to stay at 19 how's that 22 but for the sake of the bet I can see us getting to 22 oh wins oh god no um, I just, I just don't know if Detroit or Orlando will get two more wins either. Um, I just think that we're, we're, hot. we have more talent than those two teams. Yeah, and it's going to be harder for us to lose when there are other teams that are trying to intentionally lose as well. Um, this isn't the eighty-three Rockets, where you know, or eighty-two Rockets. Sorry, was it eighty-three? It's eighty-three Rockets where they were trotting out Elvin Hayes at the end of his career to get to Ralph Sampson. Yeah. we went 14 and 68 like let's be real here and they, you were and,
0: also guaranteed the yep. pick still a lottery at the end of the day no it was coin flip the, oh, la- yeah, the sorry. the I'm bottom sorry. two teams coin, coin flip. flipped and uh, that's how it worked 50-50 still better than still better than uh, what's what's the percentage 14% at number
1: 1 yeah exactly <laughs> still better than 14% I, I, I get that i get that you know and um it's okay but i just think that if you're really a fan of this team you want us to play to the best of our abilities, but still lose because you want the possible, the best possible chance to acquire mm-hmm. the top talent. Yeah, and I understand if you guys want something else. I'm not mad at you. I get it. You know, you want to win. You want to build on culture. I, my question is: is culture something that can be built on? In the last seven games, we've already built a season worth of culture. <laughs> so it's like, right? what else is? We really there? did. You know what I mean? And that's that's just my opinion there. Okay. Yeah
0: i I you know I agree with all your points in regards to this, I think, yeah, whatever culture that was set it, whatever this is it's it's already done. the season's basically over at this point if you want if you want the feel good high now, however you feel, if you want the feel good high now, root for Take the wins, it. yeah, go get your wins if you want the rockets to win, if you want your high now, if you want the short term win, if you want the short term high now, go for the wins, yeah. If you want the long term high of going of building something, going for championship aspirations. Yeah. Root for the development. But also root for the L's. I'm sorry. I'm gonna yeah. cut I'm gonna cut straight to the shit here. Root for the root for development. Root for Jalen Green and L P to have their to get theirs, J Gup to get his and root for the L's. I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna be real on that. If we hearken back to the Astros organization, you don't get Carlos Correa, you don't get Alex Bregman, you don't get those top talents, you don't get Mark Appel, well, you don't get Mark future star, <laughs> or or Brady Aiken. Future yeah, star.
1: we got lucky that Brady Aiken, uh, yeah. Which, yeah, led to, which, which led, which led to Bregman, yeah. and Tucker in one yeah. draft.
0: So, so that's what I'm saying. Like you don't you don't root for you don't root for the short term high if you want the chance of building a culture and a future institution and a championship yeah like you know even some say a powerhouse like U of h who's taken who Samson who has taken his time to build that culture that's what you want from this team you want them to build upon that upon the culture but and the only way you can get it unfortunately in the NBA is by getting stars and getting talent yep. and unfortunately that's the only way you'll be able to get it yeah I want them, ult- ultimately for me, I want them to get the L's. I need them to get the L's. We're already at game 75. I'm telling you, if you wanted your dubs, get it at game 40. Yep. Get it at game 45. If you wanted to stay mid, stay at 40. You know, get your wins at game 45. I'm sorry. We're at game 75. Too late. Too bad. So yeah, because
1: we, we missed the days of getting the 12th, 13th, 14th pick in the draft. Let's be real
0: i'm i'm sorry man i'm i i refuse to go back to j Jer- i refuse to go back to the terrence jones and royce white and jeremy lamb days i'm sorry i can't yeah, it's, do it anymore it's, it's certainly not ideal it's certainly it's certainly not i'm i don't know about y'all and hopefully if you feel a certain way you're always welcome to let us know but i want to bottom out here and i want us to get an opportunity to get a top pick because i'm telling y'all right now as we get ready to end on our pod if you have a chance to get a Bancaro, especially what Bancaro showed us mm-hmm. in in you know in the in the Duke and these games here in the March Madness, and to not take too much stock into what Chet and to what Chet and Jabari did, yeah, these three, in my opinion, you can't miss. I think all three, even all four, including Jade and Ivy, I think all four of these guys at the very floor, they're going to be some very talented ass role players. Yeah, regardless of how you may feel about them. Yeah. They're going to be great. These guys are going to be good, and you are right at the lip of the cup. So why the hell do you want to get out of that train now? It's just funny to me. So fans, like I said, you know, to summarize this, you want the short high? Get the win now. You want the long-term high with championship aspirations? Root for the last seven games to be L's. (laughs) And and like Forrest Gump said, that's all I have to say about that. (laughs) So GM, let's get ready to end here on another uh, awesome episode. We are back. Back, baby! We are live here. You know, like I said, we missed we missed our episode crunch, but we were able to get it in now. Anything last to say? Oh, actually, no. Give us the sign-off, baby. Hit us with the sign-off.
1: Yeah, so everyone who listens to us, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Good Pods, wherever you do your listening for podcasts. Hook it up, guys. Hook it up. But yes, give us that. Shoot us a follow on Twitter at Summit, S-O-M pod. And on Instagram at Summit State of Mind underscore P-O-D pod. Shoot me a follow on Twitter or Instagram, J-P underscore Mirabueno, M-I-R-A-B-U-E-N-O. And guys, just, you know, make sure to follow us. Not just fall, Sorry. Download our episodes. Downloads help us in numbers. You want to help us out? Shoot us that, please do. But yes, you know we got three games ahead this week. This week, so it's going to be a good week for sure. There's less games, more time to kind of take a break. There were five games last week, so yo man, there was a lot happening. Yeah, so. we have
0: opportunities now to actually get
1: catch get, up, catch up on rest for sure.
0: But we don't rest.
1: Our pod never rest rests. is for the weary.
0: Exactly, and we are going to continue to pump out weekly episodes for y'all, two a week. Uh, we may take it down to one a week for uh, off-season, but nonetheless, we are going to continue to pump out episodes for y'all. There are no days off in terms of what this podcast represents. We continue to stay on the grind. Like my brother said, you know, shoot us a follow. You can shoot me a follow as well on Twitter, at Summit S-U-M-M-I-T, C-O-M-M-I-S-H. And in less than two weeks, we are having our last... Rockets watch party of the year and it's ex- there you go it's expected to be bigger better, better than ever we're gonna be once again April 8th uh, start time at 6 o'clock we're playing the Raptors with tip-off at 6 30 we're gonna be at Urban South Brewery live along with co-host Jackson Gatlin and will bias Houston and i guess a little a little exclusive a little exclusive for the pod Don Knock apparently is uh, committed to coming so he'll be the 3rd there'll be the third host i got to i got to update this damn uh, this damn flyer now cuz of him this divas. so <laughs> he's got so, the man's always got to make an entrance always got to make an entrance so we're going to have giveaways throughout the game uh, we're not we haven't announced our giveaways just yet still putting them together yeah, for you keep your... an eye out for
1: that guys Yeah, for sure
0: absolutely and of course You know, last but not least, special guest, Paulo Alves, all the way from Portugal is going to join us. So if you want a chance to kind of meet, especially if you're on Rockets Twitter and you're listening to this, if you want a chance to meet Don, uh, you know, Don and Paulo, you want a chance to meet Will, who's the king of Rockets Twitter, king of Rocket Spaces, who's all up in that, 11,000 strong, or Jackson Gatlin, who is the host of Locked On Rockets you or even us the some state of mind podcast you have a chance to meet
1: yeah your favorite absolutely. podcasts in person under one roof you know we get all get to watch the game together enjoy some brews hopefully enjoy some good food and who knows man it's it's a really fun time it's really chill it's a good way for everyone to just get together and have some fun guys it's a it's a very relaxing vibe no know?
0: and no entry fee
1: no, there you go. Just no entry in. fee, dog-friendly, and kid for friendly. All, all you adults that have kids, yeah, it's kid-friendly kid friendly as well. So go ahead. Bring the family. It's all good. They got plenty of space. It's going to be a great time, and I promise you, you guys will not be disappointed. Um, just come out and hang out with us.
0: It's not going to be 25 degrees either. So, like, yeah, the outdoor, the patio be will be open.
1: patio will be open. There will be a lot more space. We'll have a chance to have a little bit more fun. Not everyone's going to be bundled up in this cold-ass weather. So it's going to be good. It's going to be a great time. And I'm just so excited to have everyone um, from Rocket Twitter showing up. Let's show why Rockets Twitter is a family, guys. Yeah, and let's all go have some fun together. And
0: shout, and shout outs of course, to you know to our OGs that have supported us from day one. Of course, you know we would love to make sure that y'all show up too as well. We're just trying to bring, I guess, the Rockets community together because the halftime meetups are awesome. We're just trying to like take these halftime Rockets meetups and we're trying to dose the double shit on steroids and get yeah. it here. So basically, we have two and a half hours to talk, chat. Get each other's numbers, exchange. You know what I mean. Get our Twitter ads, follow each other. Talk about why the Rockets should should or should not get Bancaro or why the Rockets yeah. should win. You want a best ch- chance, best opportunity is yeah. a chance to talk about it. Yeah, to put out your on how you feel. So, like we said, it's less than two weeks. April eighth, start time at six o'clock with tip off at six thirty at the Raptors. Rockets versus Raptors. Once again, this is going to be the best time. You want to get a chance to meet us to get to meet the co-hosts Jackson Will. Don with special guest Paulo Alves, aka Prod, a chance to meet all of them under one roof, including ourselves. Here is your chance. You don't need to pay for a ticket. You don't need to pay any entry fee. Come in, say what's up to us, say what's up to the co-hosts, and enjoy some good food, good drinks, good vibes. Uh, we're gonna keep them vibes immaculate, uh, especially during that party. So it's you gonna be know. it's gonna be good stuff as well. Oh, Apo- especially uh, Apollo is gonna be vlogging. So, Apollo Houston, you want a chance to get on the vlog? Show up, at the, show up at the watch, watch party. party. If you day, want yeah. clout, if you're a clout chaser,
1: <laughs> show up we, on a, we are not encouraging me and, that. Me and,
0: me, I know. We were just saying, me and Don are just going to be in front of the camera like this the whole time. Hello. Making faces. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just making faces, fucking being in front get, of the camera. Get your close-up the whole time. That's how we clout chase. This is yeah. what we do. So let's go ahead and end here on the pod, GM. Thank you so much for uh, just being my co-host and all of this. Uh, doing what you do, locking in the locations, which is what you did. We locked in our second watch party, so thank you. We wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you. Once again, you're the GM. This is what you do. Raphael Stone and the G- and Justin, the two greatest GMs in Houston history. Oh, what? <laughs> I said that? Sure, I'll take oh, it. Sure. Baby, a great GM on NBA 2K. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I get Damian Lillard all the time in 2K. Of all right, you do. So <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and end here on the pod. Thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, make sure that you are taking care of yourselves, and most importantly, make sure you are taking care of each other. Deuces, guys. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Episode 86: The Dwayne Casey, not Dwayne Casey, the James Casey episode. There you uh, go. Dwayne Casey. <laughs> James Casey episode shout out to the tight end from the Texans years ago we appreciate you we appreciate y'all have a good rest of your week or sorry a good beginning of your week and we'll see y'all in a few days all right take care he's on fire Jamie's log progressive the harrington's backyard day 11 4:43 a.m the tent i
1: set up in the harrington's backyard to prove progressive s 24 7 protection has a rip in it but a little rain won't stop me mrs harrington said she totally understands 24 7 protection means 24 7 gonna stay a few more days to make sure it's hailing now that's fun progressive doesn't just offer
0: a great price when you bundle home and auto we offer round-the-clock protection just not literally from jamie coverage from progressive casualty insurance company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms bundle discount not available in all states or situations
1: the Summit. <laughs>